The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. Any references to actual people are wildly inaccurate. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaring Peacock main cast. Uh, in this main cast, we'll be talking about Chelsea, the international break. We'll be talking about Bielsa. Is he a divine entity? And we'll be looking ahead to Fulham. But first, the week began with a visit of Roman Abramovich's hobby he's got bored of now, Chelsea Football Club, to Ellen Road, one of the last and best grand old homes of English football. You thought whinging, moaning and shirking responsibility was over after Frank Lampard left, you'll be relieved to know that Tuchel does blaming erroneous things too, <laughs> as he bemoaned Victor Orta's one-man West Stand. South Sanders might argue that even with only one Victor in attendance, the West Stand has never made more noise. But no matter match of the day's analysis, the Mighty Whites were good value for a point and could have even had more in a brilliant performance against a very expensive side. And news broke over the weekend, which got our fan base scratching our heads for distant memories, as Adam Forshaw returned to training. It's a redemption long in the making, as the Liverpoolian has missed more games due to injury than he has taken part in. In fact, it's 536 days out. So, about half the amount of days since we've won in London. Speaking of winning in London... We play Fulham on Friday night. Hey. hey! Let's face it, if we don't win that, we might as well just fucking forfeit all our future London games. At least we'd avoid unnecessary inju- injuries, like the one that has kept Adam Forshaw out for 536 days. And speaking of unnecessary fixtures and injuries, the international break's coming up! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> With click... Roberts, Lorente and Alioski already called up, uh, while Melier and Huggins have been called up to the younger sides. International under-23 games. Let's hope when they call it a break, they don't mean literally. And coming up, another seamless segue as, speaking of breaks, it is heartbreak for the Leeds women's team as their season was officially canned. Best wishes to the women from all of us here and hope that they can come back Stronger after their break. And the under-23s got revenge for the defeat to Newcastle earlier in the season. And for more on the under-23s, don't listen to us. Listen to the youth pod. And in non-Leeds-related news, countries in Europe are stopping the rollout of the Oxford vaccine, proving that it's not just the British government that can completely ignore the science and unnecessarily cause more deaths in doing so. If only European leaders had had the vaccination they'd be able to Google the advice from scientists using Bill Gates' microchip in their brain. And the royal family have come under scrutiny as Prince Philip has left hospital. It's unknown how they keep reanimating his corpse. (laughs) But whether it's voodoo, black magic, Masonic ritual or modern science, they really need to stop it. Let the man rest. There's a reason they call it natural causes. (laughs) That lad's one sour patch kid away from it, though, isn't he, really? (laughs) (laughs) Spicy sweet. (laughs) Dead. (laughs) And 
women have protested against abuse and harassment against them, as well as a government bill aiming at giving police the power to restrict protests. Of course, the familiar Men's Lives Matter merchants were out in force in response. Well, yes, men's lives do matter. Just not men's opinions when women are telling us about abuse and harassment. And Spain are trialing a four-day working week. And what's that? Breaking news. We're moving to Spain. We're off. Okay, we're off. It's been 27 main casts and out for us at the Roaring Peacock. Hope you've enjoyed it. And just when you thought the Blades couldn't get more blunt, Chrissy, then Muppets, Wilder, voted leave. And (laughs) the Sheffield Union was dissolved. Unfortunately, not on a Wednesday. But as they are hecking bottom, there can only be one man for the job. Agent XG.07. Licensed to kill all hope. (laughs) (laughs) And... (laughs) Oh dear. And that was your that was your week. So uh my name's Adonis and you know me as at the Adelites on Twitter. It's a very good hello from me. Joining us to discuss all of that and much more is our resident Riot Badger at Riot Badger. Good afternoon everyone. If I'm glitchy, it's because I'm on my mobile. I'm Machiavelli at Ewan Metcalf. Ewan. Now then, if I'm glitchy, it's because Virgin is shit. <laughs> right. You can't you should have got Allegedly. some, some Allegedly. You should have got somebody more experienced if you wanted to fuck you. <laughs> Come on, nobody wants that gig. Let's be serious. Can't be virgin. It goes down too much. <laughs> right then, that week. Uh, first thoughts, anything stand out? There's a lot that stands out for me. The The vaccine thing just baffles me. Just absolutely right. baffles me. Because I don't trust this government with anything. But I do trust the science and the science shows that blood clotting isn't caused by the vaccine and it's in line with the population population that doesn't have the vaccine. So why ban one and not the other? So much going on that we don't know about. If only there was a vaccine against uh, Manchester United. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Ewan, first thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, on that, the vaccine, I mean, I've got mine tomorrow. So I, I, you know, hopefully I'm still here on, right. you know, for the match, well, match review next week. It's been nice yeah, knowing I, you. Thanks, mate. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to Ellen Road tomorrow to have my first vaccine because um, I'm old. So I'm in there. So I knew this haircut and being old would come in useful one day. And with lockdown and barbers being shut, right. and you know the the vaccination being prioritised by age um, has helped me out. But yeah, I mean, like Alex, I just, I, I've always felt there's something else going on. Yes, of course, there's a vaccine. Yes, uh, of course, there's a, uh, a virus. Yes, of course, it's tragic what's happened to people. But I still think there's just lots of stuff seems to be coming up at the moment, which they, I just don't like, I don't trust the government. Simple as, never have, never will. At least with the microchip, you'll be able to get better internet. Yeah. In yeah, possibly. I'd like to think so. Always okay, an upside. So, Chelsea then. Um Badger. They were shit, weren't they? They were nowhere near as good as they were under Lampard, which is hilarious. So I think our pitch probably played a little bit into that um, because there's just not much grass left on a grass pitch, is there? Um, But yeah, I'm happy with the point. Happy with that. I'll come away with it. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't nick one. I thought Raf's chance should have gone in. How that didn't drop to Harrison, I've no idea. 
But yeah, I'll take a point off them. Yeah, I was on the review, so you've already had my views of it. But um, yeah, yeah, that's it. So this week, um, how to how to introduce this? Basically, there was a suggestion for a, a chant for Rafinha. Okay, this came out in January, as far as I know. That that was the earliest time I noticed it. It was a YouTube comment um, on one of the official videos on YouTube. And I shared it and I got a message request and I looked in it and it was a, it was a bloke from one of these organizations, one of these supporters organizations. And he said, Oh mate, can you delete that tweet? Because I'd left the the person who wrote the YouTube comment that the lyrics to it, he's Brazilian. He didn't even cost 20 million. Rafinha is fucking brilliant. And he plays on the wing for Leeds. So that, that, that was a comment. And he said, can you delete that? Because that's the person who did that. He's actually 14 and and he's scared that his, his dad's he's going to get in trouble from his oh. dad. So anyway, so it was January. So then <sighs> come the other day on the official Legion United podcast, um, I noticed that Emma Jones gave an attempt at singing it. Like yeah. the look of horror in Beckford's eye. Eyes is fantastic. <laughs> if you want to pause it at that moment, it's beautiful. She melts it out, though, to be fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, you have to give it, like, whoa, the confidence and just, she really belted out. It was, uh, Got yeah, good rendition. Great Let's lungs. say. <clears throat> Got great lungs, Emma. Lungs. And um, that's that's what all the comments are about. Sure, now I understand. Definitely. Yeah, yeah two of them. Two of them. Yeah, <laughs> so, a great pair, and that's—I never knew what that was. But they're all talking re- about lungs. I thought so it was great. misogynistic language. It's not. It's just about lung capacity. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Got to be careful this week, haven't we? We've, we've, we've been judging all those men so harshly. We were just assuming what they were talking about. Yeah, terrible. Anyway, so I've got my guitar out, David Brent style, and I've, um, I've, I've belted out my own version. And to be fair to me, I belted it out. Great set of lungs on me as well. So there you go, Emma. Lovely pair. Lovely pair (laughs) on the old Donny. And we can listen to that now. He's Brazilian. He didn't even cost 20 million. Rafinha, he's fucking brilliant. And he plays on the wing for Leeds. And this, so this video of me singing this song has got 86,000 <laughs> views. <laughs> Phil Wembley with that. Why? It wasn't that good, honestly. Um, on, so 86,000 views on what? Just everything. Twitter. On Twitter. Just, oh, yeah. just on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. I didn't don't put it up anywhere else. So, um, but why are we talking about it, you ask? Why are you talking about it, Adonis? Well, Richarlison replied. <laughs> oh, I saw that. The Richarlison. And uh, he said, thanks, thanks, and put a gif with him tapping his head. Just showing me where I, where I can move in now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> And I believe the rent is zero charge. It's fine. Right. Yeah. So I haven't done the research here, but Man City sing the same 
sing a song to Edison with the same tune. Um, Sheffield United sing a song about Sanderberg because he's Norwegian. I don't know how they they sing it. I mean, the, like, the first I heard it, the first I heard it with a Rich Allison one because there's a, the video of a kid and it'll be that Scouse accent. Fucking brilliant! And yeah, right. <laughs> I'd honestly never heard it from uh, from Everton because we were in the Championship and I just don't pay much attention to them at all. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. But I've got fucking thousands of them. Fucking thousands of these fucking toffees in dimensions. You're fucking thief. You, you've stole stolen our fucking it. song, mate. And that's just perfect. You've stolen our fucking song, mate. <laughs> hey, so Softlight, you stole our fucking song, mate. You stole our fucking song, mate. That's is, not right. Give it that back. is not right. Chants are all recycled. Chants are all recycled from different are. clubs, you know. Get over it, Richarlison. Right. Um, I just find it weird that Richarlison himself <laughs> res- responded. Yeah. Like somebody must have notified him as well, because how is he going to find that? He's not tagged in it. You know, the Everton hashtag's not in there. So somebody must have sent to his, yeah, look at this, somebody's singing oh, your we- song, but it's for somebody else. Yeah, we've got Everton fans uh, uh, tagging him in sad, the comments. Sad state of affair. Okay, so that's enough for that. Um, international break then. Um, should we be doing international breaks nope. during a pandemic? No, nope. because you know they're suspending the vaccine over in Europe, you know, and there's only eight percent of the populace that's got a, a vaccine over there. We're basically sending a healthy set of footballers to get infected, and then come back and bring it back here. No thanks. You sounds like when they used to go to sounds like when they used to go to Tallinn in the eighties. Used to send them abroad to get infected and then come, <laughs> come back. It's something completely different. Um, <laughs> nah, it's it's a joke, isn't it? I mean, listen, you, they're saying that they're more tested than anybody else, and you know that they're, they're, they're quite in a quite safe environment and a bubble. But it it it's, it defeats the object of what everybody else is trying to do of restrict movement, and and it just goes against the grain. Like you say, what is the point? And I just think it sends out a really bad message. And as Alex has rightly pointed out, somebody could, you know, catch it and come back and miss a significant part of the season for their club uh, who pays their wages. So, no, it's bollocks. So, uh, here's the question. I don't want to qualify for World Cup. Right. Um, So, there's there's three games coming up for England. And we're just going to focus on England because I guess we're English. Uh, But it can apply to anyone, I guess. Um, England play San Marino oh, Thursday, 25th. is <laughs> an important one. Um, away to Albania. There you go. Um, extremely important that we play away uh, to Albania. And England versus Poland. There you go. That's a right. click and uh, Phillips running into each other, both out for 536 yeah, days. Double concussion. Yeah. Two ACLs. Right. Yeah. We've all come back from, we've all come back from Albania with an infection to be fair. <laughs> do we do do we need to be playing World Cup qualifiers? We qualify. I mean, was it 94 the last time we didn't qualify? Should it, I don't get it like you don't make uh you don't make Ronnie O'Sullivan qualify and we're not Ronnie, Ronnie O'Sullivan. <laughs> That'd be Brazil or something, wouldn't it? But you know, we're uh, we're not even John Higgins, let's face it. Fucking hell, who are we? 
this this analogy is failing because we're getting it's down bad. to like it's some bloke in, in the it? back room of a, a of a club. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not bad. The guy, the guy who's quite good at sheep's good work in men's club. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, just pick some average snooker player that that is better than average, and they don't make him qualify. That's England. We shouldn't have to be <laughs> qualifying, should we? We shouldn't have to be fucking. Oh, pr- prove that you can beat San Marino before you're allowed into our World Cup. We don't need to fucking prove. We can. Everybody can beat San Marino. Fucking uh, blind school could beat San Marino. Didn't they beat us? <laughs> Pretty sure they beat us, didn't no. they? <laughs> well, no. they beat anyone. They scored, probably they is, scored against it? us, didn't they? <laughs> oh, this, that, that's it. Yeah, that, that was the surprise. They got the, they they got the first the, goal when Pierce made a mistake, didn't he? And they scored first. It was like, oh, we're going to get beat by San Marino. I think it was 8-1 oh, in the end. So. <laughs> but that guy, I've yeah. been to San Marino, and that guy is an absolute legend in that principality. Um, I've forgotten his name now. But because, I'm sure he a, like, because he scored a goal? Because he scored a goal against <laughs> England. Uh, and they, they were got, one they up for like three minutes. San Marino's version of Newcastle fans with like... This fella tattooed on their arm and shit. Honestly, I'm sure he's like a, I'm sure he's a waiter or something. I was. I'm, I'm sure he's like a proper. <laughs> honestly, he always delivers. Um, yeah, exactly. He always gets the tips. It's absolutely unbelievable. He's like a proper hero because he, he put San Marino one nil up for three minutes. Moving on, then. Um, we got a YouTube comment. Should we talk about this? Um, oh God! I don't yeah. even think we mentioned that. Should Bielsa I say, oh was God? God. I don't, I, think, I don't think we did. I mean, I was there at the time when we recorded it, then I edited it, then I watched it back. So I, I've seen it three times at this point. Anyway, what the person has said on, on YouTube is, there's only one God and people should stop calling Bielsa that because it's offensive. What do we think about this? Fuck off. Done. <laughs> I think Alex made his feelings clear in responses. I didn't even I can't even dignify stuff like that with a response. Listen, we're just having a chat. We're just it's like we're in the pub having a chat. We're not gonna think about all our P's and Q's and if we did it'd be a shit watch, wouldn't it? So you know, I, I don't ever remember calling him that and it's not not a phrase I use and it's like adulation and somebody that you look up to. It's not meant in that typical term and uh, in that you know, that genuine term. And I just think, fuck off. You know, what you got no better to do. <laughs> Bit offended by somebody making a comment on a podcast. I mean, don't watch. We won't miss you, you fucker. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Any advance on fuck off and we won't miss you, you fucker? Uh, oh, uh, for me, <laughs> it's it's a it's quite a nuanced sort of problem because for me, mm. I was brought up uh, religious, went to religious schools, brought up a Catholic, went through all the sacraments. And uh, when my mum and dad divorced, the church essentially didn't recognise the divorce and caused loads of fucking problems. And then when the divorce went through, essentially we weren't recognised by the church. So when a religion uh, abandons you, and this this is a se- this is a side bit, if you go into the comments, you'll see the, see the shit that I said. Um, but this is a side argument to it because he... The comment replied to somebody and said, oh, if you were brought up a Catholic, you should know better. And the thing is, yes, I do know better about how religion treats people. And this is all because you believe in a God. And that's fine. And if you believe in a God and a religion brings um, value to your life, fantastic. It's much like a priest's penis. It's fine to have a religion, but just don't shove it down my throat. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like there's, I think it's the oldest tenant of, what's the old 
oldest religion in uh, is it paganism? Probably in, yeah. in Britain. Yeah, oh, paganism. Yeah the, yeah. yeah, the one tenant of that is "an it harm none, do what thy will." So if it doesn't hurt somebody else, like do what you want, basically. And and that's 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 what it is for me. Is like if you start getting into this, there's only one God and it's my God, bullshit. Then that's that's offensive to me because there's a thousand different gods, and fucking you can look that up. There are, yeah. And there's even religions with multiple gods, and you can also look that up if you're interested. I wouldn't recommend it. Pretty fucking boring. Yeah. Let's talk about football. Okay, let's go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tongue-in-cheek. It's a tongue-in-cheek term of adulation towards somebody that we love, isn't it? And. You know, to to get offended by it. it's like you sat there waiting to get offended, and I just don't like all that stuff. And um, you know, but like you say, you know, each to their own. I'm not a judgmental person, but you, you know, I just think it's completely out of context and unnecessary. And you know, why bother? There are people that call Ellen Road Church, right? There you go. And 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 to them, to some people, it might not be the same as a answer for the afterlife and spiritualism and everything but to to them it's very similar to a religion or how religious people feel about their religion we feel about our football team and going to ellen road and us scoring a a a goal or a winning goal against man united might be very similar to a religious experience that other people would have it might be and that that community that we have might be the same or very similar to the community that people have when they go to an actual church. So there's there's two sides to it. It's yeah. like, just, it's like just fuck off and just fuck off. When you go to a church, much like Ellen Road, you queue up for a disappointing snack. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the sacrament, the holy sacrament of the hot dog. Meal deal four is some altar wine and a wafer. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> The holy, the holy sacrament of the meal deal for. What's this? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and take this pie, my son. <laughs> this is the body of pie. <laughs> this is the the body of Brolin. <laughs> I've heard loads of people blaspheme when they open one of that when they bite into one of them burgers. <laughs> Jesus fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the the thing with that is that comment the the commenter has thought that they are bang in the right and that there is no um, there's no sort of grey area or anything like that. I don't like when people refer to one god offensive. All right, cool. We're not going to change what we're doing just because you're offended because your sky fairy is threatened by somebody calling somebody else god. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> that was the most instant just... sorry I've ever heard you sorry. say. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> not going to apologise. Sorry, <laughs> I need to be fair. Fuck, fuck him. Yeah. Now it's time for get your stats out for the lads. Get your stats out for the lads. lads. Good evening, boys. Hello, good there. evening, evening. stats. Very well, very well. How are you lot? Not too bad at all, thanks, mate. Stats, 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 stats. Whoa! So, stats, how's your week? <laughs> yeah, uh, been a good week. Uh, no, no, against Chelsea, which I thought was a positive result. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the Storm have done the double over us in many a moon. Uh, certainly in the top flight, I think, since the 1930s, as I mentioned on the show last week. And yeah, I'm just desperate to end this London hoodoo uh, on Friday night because it's it's getting beyond ridiculous, to be honest with you. Okay. So do you have some stats or, or info for, for us from that Chelsea game then? Let's have a look at that. Yeah, they they still haven't done the double over us in the top flight. I know they did the double last in 88-89 when they were last in the second division. Yes, Chelsea were a second division team back in the day before, uh, before the oil all money. that money took over with Abramovich and however the real money. Uh, you then have to go back, I think it was 1934-35 season, for the last time they did the double over Leeds in the top flight. Uh, and amazingly, Marcelo Bielsa's side still hasn't lost three league games in a row in, since he's been here. You have to go back to the Thomas Christensen's era back in uh, November 2017 when we uh, last lost uh, three in a row, which off the top of my head was Derby at home 2-1, Sheffield United uh, at home 2-1 and Brentford away 3-1. And even back then I thought Christensen might not be the man for the job. So yeah, some some pleasing stats to come out of that from uh, what I thought was a really good defence display on Saturday. Right. Um, so that's Chelsea out of the way. Now, London. Yes. We've just been speaking about Adam Forshaw being out for 536 days, and that's maybe yes half half as long as the the London curse. Um, so games uh, days since yes. we've won in London. So just give us all of your London stats right now. It's going to be depressing, isn't it? Yes, since we last won in London, obviously it'll be on Friday, it'll be 1,195 days, right? Which is 39 months and 10 days which is 170 weeks and five days and a lot of hours <laughs> and a lot of minutes. It'll be over 28,000 minutes, which is unbelievable since we uh, last won a game in London, which is absolutely crazy. Who's counting? So, yeah, 1, 000, yes, 1,195 days on Friday since we last won a league game in London on December the 9th, 2017, away at Queen's Park Rangers. So I'm praying, I'm praying that come Friday night against the Fulham side that battling for the lives at the wrong end of the table, the, that Leeds can, can get three points and move on to, to 39 points uh, and just about put any doubts that are creeping in, which I'm sure there isn't, to one side and uh, to, to get a result at Craven Cottage. Boys, have you got anything for stats? You want to ask him anything while he's here? So what's his record against Fulham then? What's What are we looking at? Where's my bets going? Uh, good question. Uh, we're looking to do the double over the Cottagers for the first time since 1984 to 1985 season. That was in the old second division. However, in the top flight, looking to do the double over them for the first time since 1967, 1968. And we, we don't have a very good record at Fulham. I know this is not what you're here uh, with our London record. Uh, but through the Premier League years, 2001-2 was Robbie Fowler's debut. We drew 0-0 for the Cottage in a dire game which I seem to recall on Prem Plus. 2002-03, we lost 1-0 at Loftus Road. Uh, obviously, Fulham must switch the game because Crown Cross under, undergoing reconstruction. And 2003-04 in the top flight, we lost 2-0 in March 20, 2004. So we haven't got a great record. We did win there under Neil Redfern at the Cottage uh, by three goals to nil back in uh, March 2015. Uh, Sam Byron, Sol Bamba with his first goal for the club, and Mirko Antonucci. Uh, with a goal, so hopefully history can hopefully repeat itself, but it won't be easy, Scott Parker's got them playing well, okay, Manchester City uh, last time out was an 
everybody loses to Manchester City apart from Leeds. Uh, so yeah, it's it, I had to get that one in. Uh, I'll, I'll eat my words uh, come eight mid-April uh, when uh, we go to the Etihad, which will be fun and games. But yeah, it's it's an opportunity for Leeds to finally put to bed this this London hoon. Yeah, Sheffield United have got rid of Chris Wilder and they've appointed yes. a certain Heckingbottom. Um, you said that we. Yes. We didn't lose three in a row with him, but we didn't have a very good record at all. Amazing. No, uh, off, the, off the top of my head, I think it was three wins uh, in 40. I actually did beat a Brentford side, which is quite unfamiliar for, for Leeds United down the years. Uh, Liam Cooper got the the, the goal of the game and Dean Smith then blamed the grass uh, for for the loss, uh, which I seem to remember. I think Craig did you also came out with some great great uh, emojis on Twitter with Leeds United. So, yeah, I think it, it might be four wins actually beat Brentford. Uh, I think he got a result against Barnsley. Didn't win an away game. Uh, got a result against Oakland Barnsley as well. Uh, yeah, just wait. Did, yeah, strange times. Did we win on our post-season tour to uh, the the beautiful and very well, very stable Myanmar? Myanmar. Try catch. I try to forget that politically uh, political tour. Got a lot of people speaking. I think we might have won one game at the. Uh, Back end of it, yes, with some strange squad numbers. I think Ryan Emerson. Paul Heckingbottom's uh, only quite, away win. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. I think Jay, Jay Roy Grot scored an absolute oh, blinder. No. So, yes, the commentator on that as well. The, the commentator turned around and said, Oh, put yeah, that on a mem on Twitter and like it. A mem. Right, a mem. Mem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you it go. was, uh, it was, so yeah, but it, it was uh, a missile. It was a missile from Jay Roy Grot in Miami. Yes. It wasn't sadly, sadly, not the only missile yes. to be shot there recent times. <laughs> no comment. But yes, let's put this London hoodoo to rest and let's go into the international break on a high. Looking forward to Paul Heckingbottom's Sheffield United. In a few weeks' time. Okay, and just enough time then for your thing. What's your thing this week, Stats? This thing, I am getting my beard trimmed this weekend. It is, as you can rightly see, it's, it's grown very, very quickly. So, yes, it'll be a beard trimming weekend. With it being at least playing on Friday night, it gives me a chance to, to try and uh, smatter myself. You want to be the flymo round stats? <laughs> yeah, I think you might have to. You know, I think you might have to. I know a good landscape gardener, mate. I mean, you and let's face it, what would you yeah. know about It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Grass don't grow on a busy street. Look. It, it, <laughs> it started off as a joke as a lockdown beard back in the first lockdown, and it's just kind of grown quite literally from there on in. So, Underst- hey, understandable. Hey, it'll look better. Well, yes. enjoy the game stats. Enjoy your shaving. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully, we'll see. We'll Thank see you, you next week for more. Stats. Look forward to it. Do you get have a man a... bun? Get a man bun. Stats. Get a man bun. I think you should go for that hips. You should go for that yeah, hips. Also, right. Yeah, so go a... for the man bun. But when oh. you're doing your beard, shave one half off perfectly. Put lipstick yeah. on that side and do um, yeah. a duet. <laughs> yeah. Elton John and Kiki D. Get it sorted. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> something like that. All right, stats. You got something to say? Yes. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers, bud. Cheers, stats. Cheers, stats. Goodbye. Have a great weekend, mate. See you next week. There we go.
So that's all for stats. Yeah, they'll be he'll be glad of getting that, rid of that beard. It's always nice to get rid of a big beard, especially in summer. Oh my word, he won't be able to survive yeah. with that. So wait, wait off your chin. It literally is. It's when you shave it off and discover that lockdown lockdown has put another chin there. Um, that's the the sad bit. <laughs> Only time I've had a beard like that was when Leeds had the 15 points and I swore that I wouldn't shave until we won. Uh, sorry, until we got beat. And uh, it was a good few months, wasn't it? So I remember yeah. walking down the street one day and my mate shouted, Salman rushed at me. And I thought, <laughs> it's the only time I've ever wished us to get beat because it was like, oh. we, we had a box got on the zero, baby. It's not good. Yeah, terrible. But I'll never do it again. I uh, I had a very long beard and I had very, very long hair at one point. And I remember I was um, visiting my dad in Coventry and walked down the, the road to go to the uh, off-license and um, car speed speeding down the uh, road and screeches on its brake. Guy winds down his window and goes, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> and then speeds off again. I used to do uh, a tall beard. Well, we all used to. Um, well, those of us could grow beards because we did tall with women. Um, so we'd grow the beard for the, the duration of the tour. So we'd probably you didn't, do... didn't have any Eastern European uh, w- women with you then? No, we didn't. Well, actually, yeah, we did. But no, I've she, seen she, a few that can grow beards. She wasn't, just she wasn't capable of wearing... Uh, you should, you shouldn't ever say that women can't do the same things as men, though. Alex, you should know that by now. I, I said those of us on the tour that were capable of growing beards. <laughs> I didn't specify a gender including, at that point. Including the women. <laughs> so, yeah, so I got to the point where it would be probably four or five weeks in, I'd come back and then you've got to go back to reality and go back to work. So I went up to Asda, picked up a Gillette. Oh, great, this would be good. Went up to the, the checkout. Went, you got any ID, love? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have. <laughs> I don't think I have. For a razor? Yeah, you had to be 16 to buy a razor at that point. Jesus. And I didn't have any idea on me, so I had to walk out. Like, it's just so you went and, bought some, went and bought some glue instead. <laughs> yeah, that's, it, yeah. that's an amazing. That's an amazing stat, though, isn't it? That, how many days it is since we've won in London. That's, I was going to ask him, is there anybody else who has a similar... I mean, he probably wouldn't know, would he? Because he's proper leads, isn't he? But yeah, can't be, there can't be any other team. That, yeah, I can't, there can't be any other team that's not won in London for that amount of time. Can't be. So moves us nicely on then to Fulham. Are we confident? I am confident just from a team-on-team basis, looking how they defended against uh, Man City. I know it's Man City, but down the right, they are very vulnerable. And we've got Rafinha on the right, so that might be some area of success for us. But the fact that we're playing in London, still, I don't know. I won't Mm. bet my house on it. This is uh, time to do it, isn't it? Yeah. you know, I think it, it, it's the game to do it. They must know, there must be people telling them or they must be aware of it. And I think if ever there was a chance to go and get a result in London, this is the one. So um, I'm pretty confident. I think we've done the double, you know, we don't do, nobody gets done the double over very often, do they, in a league season? And uh, I just fancy us to do this one. We played quite well in the reverse fixture. Um, I think we went 4-1 or 4-0 up. Yeah, yeah, and then they came back with two, two or three goals, yeah. almost threw it all away, and we we were looking so comfortable. I'd like a less uh, stressful win if we're going to win, and if we're going to lose, let's just lose, and just maybe just forfeit the game, walk off at half time. Uh, we could pretend all our players are injured so they don't have to go on the international break. <laughs> yeah, 
But that, that if was a we do win, that was a tap. If we do win, it puts us on thirty nine, doesn't it? So one point away from essentially mathematical safety. Mm. So yeah. let's get a win. That's the other incentive. That's the other incentive in it, Alex. Is the, the incentive to sort of get those the next two games to get maximum points is a massive incentive for us because it yeah absolutely guarantees us. Done it six points we're safe. Even if we get three on Friday, I reckon we're almost there. We're there, aren't we? Yeah, and I think Fulham are the only ones who can get themselves out of it or get out catch of it. us. Yeah. yeah, there's much more so, pressure on Fulham than there is on us. If we beat Fulham, I think that's so safe. Right, strong, strong statement. Right, not even Leeds can <laughs> no? yeah. nailed on. Uh, oh, how do you say it? Yeah, nailed on. It's nailed on that. It's nailed on. Right. Nailed. Ah, oh, promotion for Leeds. Nailed on this season. It's every Scottish. I can, there's no nuance in my Scottish accent. Uh, there is. I'm, uh, maybe I should just give up trying to do accents. It's not well, working for me. All you need to do is watch Behind Her Eyes on Netflix, and that is the worst Scottish oh, accent yeah. I've ever heard. Right. Oh, my word. I could not. I, I nearly quit out after the first episode, and then I watched it all over like I should have. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I won't spoil it. <laughs> Difference, okay. Different difference of opinion on the Aside from behind our eyes, then anything else that we want to get off our chest for this week? Uh Chef people moaning about us criticizing players on here. Let's just have it out there. Okay, yeah. Let's do that. So we got a tweet about us criticize well, me. Probably probably it was me. It was probably critical of me. Um criticizing Tyler Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Um so, what do we think? Do you want to talk about this, Ewan? Well, only briefly, because, again, I don't like to give these people much airtime, but <laughs> I think right. that, oh, do you know what? We we don't, you know, you can go and get some boring, sterile podcast if you want. Right. Right? Yeah. We, we, we not by design, but we sort of do it like we've gone back in the pub after the game. We're having a chat about the game, don't we? That's kind of our MO, really, our mantra. and. In the pub, you're allowed to say, I wasn't pleased with that player or I didn't think they were great or they didn't perform or have an opinion other than, yes, in the ground, I don't like people slating players, moaning when players aren't having a good game and, and that can have an impact on that player's confidence or performance. I just don't think it's fair to say that we should all just, we're Leeds United, so we just must say everybody's great every week and back the players. And We are backing the players, but you are allowed to have an opinion that's different to others and you are allowed to say, I don't think he's particularly good. I mean, during that Chilino era, we were supposed to just go and say Bianchi was great and you know, <laughs> Belushi, Belushi was great and Spaghetti Hands was brilliant because the leads and let's just get behind the players. They fucking weren't good enough. And there's certain players who are in that team now who we believe, you know, rightly or wrongly, we don't believe they're good enough. That's our opinion. We're allowed to have one. Um, right, Badger? Don't like are we allowed to... Are we allowed to have opinions on on players? <laughs> well, unless we want to turn into the North Korea of fucking podcasts. I mean, <laughs> the, the thing is, right, if we're criticising Tyler Roberts, I don't think that criticism should come as a surprise to Tyler Roberts. If he if he came across this podcast and we're like, oh, I'm really fucking bored, not in that accent, obviously, but, you know, and then he, he, he listens to our podcast and goes, and here's that criticism. I don't think it's going to be a fucking surprise to him because I think he's he will be well aware with the coaching team that we've got of the shortcomings in his game. I think, and I, I said this during the game, if Tyler Roberts can speed up his decision-making by about 50 60%, we've got a player there. 
But at the minute, yeah, yeah. He's, he isn't doing good enough. And for us to say that is opinion. Criticism is not abuse and abuse isn't criticism. We've got to be able to give his opinion on somebody's football. It's not a, a, a criticism of his, his um, him as a person. It's not a criticism of his work rate or his work ethics. I think he does put in a shift. He tries to. Uh, but I think sometimes it just is the wrong decision making. And I think sometimes it's the right decision, but it's been made too late. He's, he's pass, he releases the ball too late. That what, If you don't want to hear them sort of opinions, subscribe to the the official Legion United podcast and listen to Emma Jones sing the song about Rafinha. That might be more your thing and that's no, that's no hard feelings whatsoever. But if you want some sort of opinion from people who want to speak honestly and without having a filter, listen to the Peacocks. At no point have we ever claimed to have any kind of um, analytical knowledge or give you any reason to take what we say seriously no <laughs> we're, we're just we're just some blokes we're not football analysts we're, we're not ex-professional footballers we're not paid football pundits if we have an opinion that's just because we're some normal guys who who have an opinion and if you want to take that on board and take it personally that is your problem that is not our problem <laughs> okay and you know, that somebody else's decision making needs to needs to be booked up. Is God's because if he does exist, he's put a worldwide right. pandemic in that's killed millions and millions of people. And, and even worse, he's made the Roaring Peacock podcast. Yeah, so forgive us. Yeah. Well, that's that's the other thing as well. I think we're we're crossing criticisms here now. <laughs> We're trying to push God onto the guy who just wanted uh, us to talk nicely about Roberts. (laughs) And we will want nothing more than to come back the week after, after a game where Tyler Roberts has had an absolute star for a skull. You know what we're fucking wrong. Exactly. So I've spent fucking four months saying how wrong I was about Bamford. Yeah. (laughs) Because I, I, and if you thought, if you, if you say to me now that you thought Bamford, was going to be one of the fucking leading players for the Golden Boot. You're you're lying. I knew, mate. Thought, I knew. I knew. Yeah. If yeah. if if you're out there and you're going to tell me that you thought Bamford was going to get in the England squad for Euro 2021, yeah, yeah. I'm calling you out now as a fucking liar. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't I don't agree with you labelling me like that. I knew straight away. You know when he scored that goal against Bolton, I knew he was right. going to be our Premier yeah. League striker. <laughs> nah, no, he fucking knew. <laughs> Nobody knew that he would attain the levels that he has. And it's testament to his work rate, his ethic, because I think the shift that he puts in and closing people down, he's pressing the keeper all the time up to the 90th minute. You'd have never seen that, like, um, when he first started. You'd never seen him do it in his previous team. You never saw him do it at Borough. Um, but, yeah, it's he's doing great. Right? And we, we can turn around and say that. We're not gonna. We don't want Tyler Roberts to fail just to validate our opinion. We want Tyler Roberts to say, "Fuck you, Peacocks! I'm an amazing player," and we'll be happy with that. No, it's definitely the way that you, you know you want them to do well, don't you? And you you, you hope that Tyler, like, like Bamford, he could look at him as a great example, couldn't he? Of somebody who's being criticised and has come out the other end and has proven everybody wrong. But if we're not just here to say that everybody's great and let's get behind him, and he's had, you know, if it was one bad game, half an hour, a bad 50 minutes, you know, whatever, that's not what it's about. It's week in, week out. And I said it, he's, he's had an opportunity to prove that he's worthy of that starting place. And I don't think he's done it. And I don't think it's for any lack of effort or, you know, um, commitment on his behalf. He just, 
lacks that consistency, and that's all we were sort of saying. And God, God bless. I hope he proves me wrong. You know, I hope he goes on to be a brilliant player for us. There we go. So have we fucking finished talking about that? Yeah, done. Yeah. Yeah, we're allowed to criticize players, worth... but if you fucking think that you're going to criticize the Roaring Peacock, you're going to get <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you can piss off. <laughs> You'll get uh, ten minutes of the our podcast dedicated to your single comment. <laughs> <laughs> and it really wasn't that bad. It was just like, guys, you know, he's 22. Can we just be nicer to him? <laughs> no, fair enough. It was very kindly put, very politely and kindly put, and we're not having a go at the individual, but we're just saying, look, if you, you're on the wrong, you're on the wrong podcast. If you don't want to hear the odd, uh, honest opinion about players, simple as. Right. So, final thoughts then. Uh, final thoughts is listen to women. That's it. Okay. Ewan. Oh, how can I follow that? Uh, final thoughts um, are well. Are don't, you a woman? Don't listen, don't listen to women. Final thoughts: Never listen to wow. women. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Listen, I just think there's a lot of divisive stuff going on around the world. The media are kind of loving this, aren't they? And uh, don't listen to any of it. Most people are great people and good people. Try to do the right thing, and you know, reach your hand out and help your brothers and sisters and your neighbours, and be nice and be kind. Unless you criticise the podcast, in which case you get it double barrel. <laughs> okay excellent so we are the uh, newborn baby of uh, legion united podcast if you like our show um please tell your friends please tell your mates please subscribe uh reach out to us on twitter at peacocks raw find us on youtube the roaring peacock and that's about it what else instagram tiktok uh whatsapp yeah what else add, uh, add us on bebo and uh right I think Club Penguin. Club Penguin. If you like a lot of chocolate on your club on your penguin, join our, <laughs> join our club, club Penguin <laughs> podcast. Are you making these up? <laughs> club Penguin did used to exist. It doesn't exist anymore. Did it? Bebo used to exist, and MySpace used to exist. Friends right. Day used to exist. How could I forget MySpace? Check us out on MySpace, guys. <laughs> I still have probably two hundred stickers from my old band. With a MySpace address on. It's the most aged thing ever. And I don't know what to do with them. They're somewhere. <laughs> is is MySpace.com, is that available? Maybe you could, maybe we could buy MySpace.org. <laughs> MySpace.org and just start a whole new social network that doesn't steal your data and then cause the country to vote for Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So on that... Cambridge Analytica note. It's a very goodbye from me. My name is Adonis. You can check me out at the Adelites on Twitter. And it's a very goodbye from Machiavelli at Ewan Metcalf on Twitter. Ewan? Good night. God bless. I'm going to be vaccinated tomorrow, so hopefully I'll be back next week. But if I'm not, it's been it's been a joy. God bless you all. Thoughts and <laughs> prayers for Ewan. And at Riot Badger. Have, right, a good, was... have a good week, and I will see you on the other side of Ewan's vaccination. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you said vaccination. Then. He's Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
We'll definitely end it on that then. Most of our stats come from LUFC Stats or LUFC Data on Twitter. A very special thanks to Barney Stewart, Cooper Ewan and Howard Metcalf, Josh Pearson, Laura, Leon and Rob, The Light Show and all our family and friends. So many games to play, don't care what's on your mind. I should have said no.